Welcome to OAC Vancouver's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We believe that Jesus is needed and relevant for people in Vancouver today. The message of God's love and promise of wholeness was destined to be experienced within a faith community that worships, studies scripture, and prays together. We warmly welcome you to journey with us towards greater connection, purpose, and peace. We'll be sharing our recorded services and conversations with health and wellness experts. Enjoy. Happy Sabbath, everybody. My name is Brad Dennis. <clears throat> Emotional. <laughs> Amen. Um, I'm Hoyet from the west coast of Vancouver Island. Uh, my father's name, late father, is Clarence Dennis. Um, uh, my mother is Myrna Marie Roof. Um, my grandfather is Ernie Roof, who many of you may know here. Um, he had the big giant A-frame with words that said, repent, God is coming soon. Does anybody remember Ernie Roof and that truck in the 1980s? I see some hands. That's my grandfather. I'm also Swiss uh, on my grand from my grandfather's side. Um, and my grandmother is Rosemary Roof. Does anybody know her? She went to, she came to this church um, as well. My mother grew up here in this church. Um, and uh, further back, um, my, my, my grandmother's parents' mother is from England. Um, her father uh, comes from Nikovich, Russia, on the great-grandfather's side, and then, actually great-great, and then great-great, uh, sorry, grandmother comes from Nikovich, Russia. My great-great-grandfather comes from uh, Odessa, Russia. Now it's Odessa, Ukraine. Uh, my wife is uh, Mexican-American, Spanish, and indigenous. Uh, so we embrace culture in us. And I am proud of all of these things, despite all the things that are happening in this world. Um, I serve a God that loves everybody. Um, this is a hard topic. For those of you that may not know, indigenous people have lived here for thousands of years. Um, during contact, um, some things took place. One of them was residential schools. At age seven, my father was taken from his home, uh, drove 100 miles away from Port Alberni, out, uh, no, sorry, from, from out by Bamfield to Port Alberni uh, in November at seven o'clock in the morning. It was pouring rain, it was cold. He was taken from his mom, from his father, from his, and then all his siblings went as well. He went to a school, they sprayed him with DDT. They cut his hair because they thought he had lice. In our culture, we have long hair. And if you have long hair, you have to be able to take care of it. We didn't have lice. We had grandmothers and aunties that took care of us. We knew how to bathe. We had a river right beside us. We had the ocean right in front of us. We took care. This is my wife's, or one of my children's notes. Some of <laughs> we'll get it later. Um, they take lots of notes. Amen. These are all Bible verses that they wrote down. Amen? Amen. Um, this is my son. He also has long hair. Um, then after they cut his hair, they dunked him in a cattle truck full, I mean a, a, a cattle trough that had DDT in it to bathe him. And then they beat him and they said, if you speak your language again, you're going to get beaten. 
while at that Port Alberni Indian Residential School, um, lots of things happened. All the words that I read here, I won't say that because I don't want to traumatize people, but there's lots of horrible things. Um, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission came out and did this, a document where they wrote down the words, truth needed to be told. Anybody from South Africa? In South Africa, there was a Truth and Reconciliation Commission. I believe this took place in Rwanda as well. We needed to make sure that these atrocities did not take place. Truth needed to be told. So the Truth and Reconciliation Commission developed this document. If you look at it, what I want you to notice, however, the pictures do not reflect the story. A picture say a thousand words, right? In those pictures, where my father was beaten, where he was tortured, where he had X, Y, and Z take place, everything that's bad happened to him. Um, pray for me because I'm getting emotional here. Um, in the midst of all, all of this taking place, um, the only pictures that are in the Truth and Reconciliation Commission are pictures of our children, my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents, um, playing guitars or playing in the band or playing hockey, smiling faces. That disregards truth. Truth was not told. One more piece of truth that was, not, that was left out. During that time, they went up north. There was some people went up north and they said, ooh, these Indians are lazy. So they bring a doctor up, and the doctor looks at him, examines him, and he says, they're not lazy. They're starving. And so they said, hmm, let's make a research project. Let's see what happens when we withhold nutrients from people. So at my dad's school, Port Alberni Indian Residential School, they, here's how they did the research. That side of the table gets fruit, vegetables, beautiful soups. This side of the table gets watered-down mush, watered-down soup, uh, milk that had all of the nutrients taken out of it. And they wanted to see what happens when we withhold vitamins necessary for living. That was not in the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Truth has yet to be told. And then we find out that there's graves all over of our children that never, ever came home. We have, church, a group of people that has not been given the gospel. It was wolves in sheep's clothing that threw the Bible. You saw my wife throw the Bible. They discarded the word of God as soon as they forced somebody as soon as they compelled somebody, as soon as they said, this is what you have to do. You have to become like me, look like me, dress like me, talk like me, act like me. And even then, my dad was not allowed to go past sixth grade. Um, Indians were too dumb for that. And yet he was one of the best welders there was. He was in the shipyards here um, until the, the work went overseas. Um, I want to ask you people, it was very dramatic here. I mean, I was, when, I, when I was trying to read these Bible verses, the, the emotion of thinking of my child, my son is eight years old, he was taken at that age, and my mind just exploded like I was in grief 
we have an opportunity to do what my character did here. Open up our word and really show people what's in it. When I showed my daughter her shawl, that was taken from us. This was considered evil. Um, our, our hair was evil. Um, our everything, everything was, was evil. Even our skin. I couldn't change anything. I can't change that. We have an opportunity. If you have your Bibles, open up to Revelation 3. I'm going to give you two stories. Revelation 3, last book of the Bible. This is the uh, seven churches. I'm just going to read just part of it, and then I'm going to go to Luke 19. So get ready to go to Luke 19 as well. And it says here, you know, about we're being lukewarm, but I'm going to read from 17. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and I, have not, I do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. And I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. What I want you to see when we go to Luke 19, 1 to 10, um, story of Zacchaeus, how much the story of Zacchaeus actually relates to the story here of the Laodicean church. And who is the Laodicean church, everyone? We are. Lukewarm. God wants to spit us out. Let's go to Luke 19. And here's how it starts. We read this, uh, parts of this when we were reading this, but I want you to hear this. Jesus entered Jericho. And he was passing through, a man came by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector, and he was wealthy. You say you are rich. Zacchaeus was wealthy. He was rich. He wanted to see. God says, get salve for my eyes. You think you can see, but you're actually poor, blind, miserable, wretched. And he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down. And Revelation says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. What is Jesus doing? Behold, come, Zacchaeus, for I'm going to your house today. He ran ahead to the sycamore tree, so he saw him. He came down. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, here and now, I give half my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody um, out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. In Revelation 3, it says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire so you can become rich and white clothes you can wear so you can cover your, naked, your shameful nakedness and salve for your eyes so you can see. Zacchaeus wanted to see. And here Zacchaeus is changing the burden of wealth, the burden of stealing, the burden of wanting to acquire more. And Zacchaeus has a turn of heart. And I cannot tell you what to do. That's the Holy Spirit's job. We do not compel. You saw my wife's character compelling and taking. 
Only God can compel and urge us with his sweet voice. He has a lot of treasures in this world. God is coming soon. And all of these nations here represented have a mission to do. But I need to tell you, our indigenous brothers and sisters have not been reached properly. This is a burden. But the early church missionaries went all around the world. And now I have hope because do you know why? You are coming back from all around the world talking to my people because your story is similar to my story. You understand what we're going through. You understand that when I, when I was young, I went to the States and I couldn't come back to Canada because I was too angry. I was not ready to come back. I did not like that feeling of anger. S going to a park, which used to be a village. All parks you see used to be villages. Stanley Park used to be a village. My dad used to visit family members that used to live there. Um, you are our missionaries. You have a message. I ask that you pray for my people. Uh, there's 600 tribes in the States, another 500 here. There's a lot of people that need to be reached um, with a message of love. Amen? Let's pray. God, we are blind in need of Sav, which is your Holy Spirit. Help us to see and then follow your voice. You've asked us to go and do likewise, to be your witness. Amen. Thank you for listening to OAC Vancouver's podcast. Learn more at oacvancouver.ca. If you're in Vancouver, join us for worship Saturdays at 11 a.m. at 5350 Bailey Street. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. God bless you and have a wonderful day.